I am Charlotte Jackson, and this is Game Changer, the podcast that empowers you to align with your true self, mind, body, and spirit, because that is where the magic happens. For those of you who don't know me, I'm a certified holistic coach, Reiki master, and EFT practitioner, and I'm a recovered crystal meth addict. And everything I share with you are things that have already helped me, things I've learned, or things I am learning along my journey. So welcome, and thank you so much for being here. It is my only wish that this episode finds the person that it is meant to find and empowers them to change their life. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to another episode of Game Changer. I am so excited to be back, and I'm so excited to have you here. I hope you've had a lovely week. It is Friday, which is always a super exciting day. I love Fridays, probably because they are the podcast day for me. Today, I'm going to be covering all things menstrual cycle, which I am really, really excited about because it wasn't long ago for me that I fucking hated my period and did everything I possibly could to get rid of it and avoid it. So I can't wait to dive into all things period related and talk a little bit about cycle syncing and how you can embrace your cycle as a woman to actually be more productive and have more energy. So before I get into it, I've had a very strange week. If you follow me on social media, you may have seen that my Facebook and Instagram got hacked. Thanks. (laughs) Love a good hacker. So just a side note, if you do use Facebook and Instagram, set up two-factor authentication. That's That's a really handy tip that I wish I had known before I had my Facebook and Instagram accounts. But anyway, it's all good. I'm back online, but I did have to take some time off and it did make me kind of realize that I probably was spending a little bit too much time on my phone. So I really did appreciate the break, but I am still here recording the podcast and getting this out for you on Friday because I fucking love the podcast and I'm so excited that you are listening. Honestly, it means the absolute world to me that you want to listen to what I have to say. So yeah, what I want to talk about today is periods, the menstrual cycle. Let's dive into it. I want to start by talking about my own story with my cycle, which I think a lot of people will probably relate to. So I actually got my period when I was about 11. It was the summer holidays before I started senior school, high school for anyone that is in the States or Australia. And I remember thinking, oh my goodness, this is my period. And I knew what periods were because I'd been taught about them at school. My mum never really spoke about those kind of things. My mum is the kind of person who doesn't like to talk about bodily functions in general. She doesn't like talking about periods. She doesn't like talking about sex. She doesn't like talking about poo. Like She just doesn't like talking about anything that your body does that is not just a general day-to-day thing. She's very proper in that respect, okay? And I say that in inverted commas. So when I started my period, I remember going to tell my mum and I was really nervous and I went into the bathroom. I was like, oh my goodness, mum. I was like, I think I started my period. And I showed her my pants and I remember she just looked at them and she went, yeah, you probably have. And I don't actually remember any conversation around, okay, cool, like this is what you do. Let's get you some pads. Let's do this. Let's do that. I honestly do not remember her telling me anything 
other than, yeah, you probably have. And funnily enough, years, years, years and years and years later, I brought this up with her and just said that I had started my period at this time. And and she actually didn't even remember the conversation. So (laughs) that was that was my introduction to my period. So I went off to boarding school, age 11, had my period. I was so ashamed of it because I was one of the first girls to get their period in that year group, as far as I'm aware. All these girls were obviously complete strangers to me. I had absolutely no idea if they had their periods or not. It wasn't something that we spoke about, but generally I don't think that many of them did. And this was fine and I was carrying along with my life and didn't really think about it until I got my period and it was the day that we had swimming and I was like oh my god what am I gonna do I can't swim this is before the days of tampons this is when I'm still just using pads and I'm thinking I have no idea what to do this is so embarrassing don't want to tell anyone don't want to speak to anyone about it can't speak to the teachers I'm too embarrassed I'm too embarrassed so I I think I eventually called my mum and then she called the teacher (laughs) who wrote me a note to excuse me for the lessons because I was at boarding school. So I had to get my boarding house mistress to write a note to excuse me from my swimming lessons. So then every month I would just skulk off to my teacher or my boarding house mistress and be like, oh, I've got my period. Can you write me a note? And it was such a secretive, weird thing. And everyone would ask me, why aren't you swimming? And I used to lie and just be like, oh, well, I forgot my kit or, oh, I'm just not feeling well. I've got a stomach ache. I think I always used to say I had a stomach ache. It was just really fucking weird. I just was so ashamed and embarrassed about it. Then I remember as I got a little bit older, so I'm thinking probably 13, around 13, 14, a lot more girls started to get their periods. And so it became kind of more commonplace that we would talk about them. I remember one of my friends introduced me to tampons, which changed my fucking life. And I just generally yeah, it became more acceptable at this point to talk about periods. But between the ages of 11 to 14, I was basically so ashamed and didn't tell anyone that I even had my period. I hated it. I didn't want it. I was always scared it was going to come. I just really wanted to ignore it. I felt like I had no control over my body. I just wished it away. There was nothing that I enjoyed about it or liked about it. I absolutely fucking hated it. Then when I was about 15 years old I would say 15 or 16 I started to get quite bad skin and I went to the doctor and they put me on some kind of um, antibiotic or something some sort of pill to take for not the pill but some kind of medication that you got given for acne so I was on that for a bit but it didn't really work for me and it actually made my back start to break out and I was just like this is shit there must be something better so I went back to the doctor and the doctor said oh yeah why don't you just go on the pill the pill will sort out your skin so I went on the pill for my skin and I really really didn't think much of it I was pretty much just going along with it really happy that my skin had cleared up and I I, it just didn't even occur to me I don't remember anything about it being explained I don't remember being told about what it actually did I was genuinely just sold it as a solution to having bad skin so let's talk about the pill The pill is generally something that people go on as a form of contraception. It is 99% effective when used perfectly as a form of contraception at preventing pregnancy. And when you're on the pill, this is crazy, and I can't believe I didn't know this, but I did not learn this fact until I was about 32 or 33 years old. When you are on the pill, you don't actually get real periods. 
I don't know how I didn't know this, but I I genuinely didn't learn it. So if you are only finding this out right now from me telling you, then yes, welcome to the club. You're not the only one. So because the pill stops you from ovulating, the period that you get when you're on the pill isn't a real period. There is no egg in the blood. It is just a bleeding. So essentially what the pill does is it stops your cycle. You no longer have this natural cycle, which I'm going to get into. I I now absolutely love having a cycle. It sounds kind of weird, but these days when I get my period, I actually get really excited. I'm like, yes. It's like, I don't know. I just love tracking it. I love knowing where I'm at. It just makes me feel so in tune and in sync with my body. And it was just something that I ignored for so long, for so many years. It's actually crazy. So the pill stops you from ovulating and it stops your cycle. There is no cycle. You have no cycle when you're on the pill. You are pretty much just steady the whole time, which a lot of people also, I believe, go on the pill to help them regulate their PMS symptoms as well. But these kind of things, I don't know, for me personally, I would love to regulate my hormones naturally as opposed to take artificial or synthetic hormones to do so because I think if your hormones are out of whack then that means that there's something up and that is a red flag that is your body saying hey you need to look at this because something's not quite right if we take the pill and we take these synthetic hormones you don't actually know if there's something going on it's kind of like a little plaster or not even it's like it puts these little blinders over you and you just don't know you can't feel what's going on you don't have that regular cycle so you can't feel when something's off and one thing that I learned about the pill as well which is absolutely fucking crazy and blew my mind is that it actually fucks up who you're attracted to so as women whether you want children or not you are naturally attracted to men who you feel subconsciously would be a good mate to have children with to procreate with right so generally if you're not on the pill what happens is everyone's heard of pheromones right and we are naturally attracted to men that have a different immune system to us and different immune strengths than we do and this is secreted through pheromones and we can actually subconsciously work this out by being attracted to the pheromones so you will naturally choose a partner whose immune system is different to yours so that when you come together and have children your children will have really strong immune systems when you are on the pill and this is 100 proven by science you can look it up and i find this absolutely fascinating but when you are on the pill you actually are not aware of this it basically blocks your ability to be attracted to the right smell (laughs) the right pheromones and so you end up with a partner who biologically you wouldn't actually choose so what does this actually mean sometimes people find that they will be on the pill for a long period of time and then they come off the pill to have a baby with their partner and they're not actually attracted to their partner anymore isn't that fucking wild I find that really quite mind-blowing so that to me is actually crazy that you could be picking the wrong partner for yourself just because you're on the pill craziness so when did I come off the pill I actually came off the pill I think kind of inadvertently when I was a drug addict it was probably about a year before I got clean I couldn't even really tell you why I came off it it was just something that naturally happened around the time that I started to get clean 
And I have thought about this in so many ways and I've thought about this outside of the box so many times and I was on the pill for 15, maybe 17 years, okay? And I've thought about this a lot and I used to suffer from depression and obviously I was a drug addict and I had all these crazy things happen in my life and I definitely picked some highly questionable partners. And I find it fascinating that when I came off the pill, I started to feel less depressed. I no longer felt the need to take drugs as much. And I slowly, at the same time, got clean. And you might say that's a coincidence, and perhaps it was, but it is something that I have thought of very often. And I think it's really interesting that these things coincided with each other. So I now want to talk a little bit about your actual cycle as a woman. And I think this is so, so fascinating. And I love it. I love it so much. So I'm obsessed with the fact that we reflect nature and nature reflects us. I think that we are mirror images of each other. And I just think it's so beautiful. If you look at a tree, this is going to sound like I'm some weird tripper that just runs around. (laughs) looking at things in such a strange way but genuinely this is how I live my life so if you go and look at a tree the next time you're outside if you if you have if you are near any trees look at a tree right now if you're not near a tree just imagine a tree right and I just think you look at these trees and they look like the inside of our lungs that is what our lungs look like inside if you can imagine that kind of shape it looks like a tree right and I find it amazing that what we breathe out gives life to trees and that they give off oxygen, which is what gives life to us. And I think that is so beautiful. And I constantly think of these things all the time, the reflections in nature. And I think it is so, so beautiful that as women, we have this natural cycle every month that reflects nature. It is genuinely like a winter, spring, summer, autumn. In a, in a month and it is amazing and when you understand that you go through this cycle because this is genuinely something that I have only embraced in the last year prior to this I fucking hated my cycle I hated my period I thought it was gross I didn't want to have anything to do with it I I honestly wanted to ignore it I actually um when I was a drug addict I actually lost my period for probably two years I think because I was just so incredibly underweight and unhealthy and when I came home and I got my period back I remember actually crying because I was so sad because (laughs) genuinely this is so fucked up I thought it was dirty and I was so sad that it came back. Anyway, fast forward to today, I fucking love my period and I love being a woman and I love my cycle. And embracing my cycle is honestly one of the best things that I have ever done, that I have ever discovered in life. I almost feel like I have a a fucking hack to my life. It has given me so much more energy. It has given me so much compassion and understanding. It has just helped me in so many ways. I feel so much more comfortable in my body. I feel so much more at ease in my body. It's like my body loves me back as much as I love it. And it is just beautiful. So if you have not ever paid attention to your cycle and you just kind of brushed it off or you just kind of think ugh my period is such a pain in the ass da 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 just try for a couple of months to actually embrace this cycle the same cycle that nature goes through and just see how much happier 
more energized and just amazing you feel from doing so. So I'm going to talk a little bit about the menstrual cycle and what I've come to learn and understand about it and just talk about how you can embrace it and what it means and the things that you can do in terms of how you can eat and how you can exercise and all of these things in order to be in sync with your own cycle because we love being in sync. I feel like the perfect way to live and embrace life is to be in flow and in sync with yourself with nature with everything I love it so to me this was honestly like unlocking a secret door that I never even knew existed when I found out this stuff so the average menstrual cycle is 21 to 35 days long it obviously completely depends on the person some people have shorter ones and some people have longer ones. It really just depends on you. There is no right or wrong, but it is something that is really interesting to start tracking. So your cycle begins on the first day of your period. And that is obviously the part of the cycle that everyone has heard of menstruation. This lasts for three to seven days. And this part of the cycle is what I would describe as winter. So during this part of the cycle, think of yourself as in winter. So what do you do in winter? You rest, you are gentle, you eat nourishing foods, you cuddle up, you cozy up. So this is when you would just be so kind and gentle to yourself. You need more sleep. You can do exercise like things like yin yoga or just gentle stretching. You're not going to be wanting to do anything crazy, busy. For me personally, on the first day of my period, I cancel all plans. I have no plans when I start my period. I genuinely take that day to do absolutely nothing. And for someone who has always been a go, 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 go person who has been in survival mode for pretty much the majority of her entire life. This is incredibly, incredibly hard to do. It is so hard to slow down, but trust me, your body will thank you. So I guess when I get my period, I get so excited because I'm like, yes, it's my rest day. I get to cuddle up and do nothing. I actually look forward to it and I love it. It is one of my favorite parts of the cycle where I just get to just really just relax, do nothing, nourish myself. And I have no job other than to look after myself and my body. So this is a time to really eat things like dark leafy green vegetables, nuts, seeds, dark chocolate as well. Um, also fats like avocados and fish and just drink herbal teas and yeah just really just take some time to chill and relax and not do too much so after this phase and actually your follicular phase starts at the same time as your period but it then continues on so after your period you continue on into the follicular phase and what's going on during this phase is when your estrogen levels and testosterone levels rise and you start to kind of get some energy back. It lasts for about two weeks long. And during this time, your ovaries are basically growing a follicle that then becomes an egg cell. So you can think of this period of time as like your spring. This is when you're starting to get more energy back. Things are starting to get a little bit lighter. You're starting to feel a little bit happier. And this is when you can start then exercising again. So you can do things like maybe light weights or go for some walks. You can do some vinyasa yoga. Just things that are 
gentle but kind of building up this is the speeding up phase of your cycle so it's exciting because once you've been in that deep kind of rest and hibernation phase it is really fun when you get to come out and start doing a bit more things and you get more excited and you can feel the energy building and building so like I said this stage lasts for about two weeks long and it ends on the day that you ovulate so when the egg is released from your ovaries that is the start of the next phase which is ovulation the ovulation phase is really short it's the shortest phase of the cycle I would say or maybe about the same length as your period but it's it's not much longer than four days at most usually it's 16 to 32 hours so during the ovulation phase that's when your progesterone rises and it also causes your body temperature to rise as well you'll feel a bit hotter and this is also the time when you're gonna have the most energy and feel the most excited about life this is when you're going to be wanting to do all the hit workouts lifting heavy weights you're going to feel like you are unbreakable unbeatable and you're also going to feel really fucking hot i'm not going to lie this is a time that i always give myself a little note and just say charlotte no swiping no dating apps when you're ovulating babe because i just get too excited <laughs> I really start to feel myself. I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty cute because this is the phase when you are essentially on heat, looking and ready to mate. So you'll notice your sex drive going up. You will just have so much energy. You're probably glowing. You are just excited. You are loving life. This is your summer season. This is when you can have light foods and really kind of just go for it. Anything you want to get done, just go, 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 do it, do it, do it. This is when your social battery is at its highest. Like you can just have the most fun and just really, really enjoy this. And then after ovulation, you then enter into the luteal phase. The luteal phase is about two weeks long. This is when your estrogen levels start to drop and your progesterone stays high. So this is when you can start to experience PMS symptoms, but not until the end of the luteal phase. So I'd say at the start of the luteal phase, you're still kind of on that high from the ovulation phase. You're like, yeah, still go, go, go. Your social battery is still quite high. So for that first week after ovulation, you can still pretty much be go, go, go. This is a great time as well for doing, you know, all the same things. You can be going for a run, you can be lifting weights, you can be just doing all the things for that first week. But towards the second week and definitely at the end of the second week, you're really going to be wanting to slow down because you are slowly coming into your period phase again, the menstruation phase. And this is the slow down phase, the luteal phase. So during this time, it's a time to really just start to wind down, pull back, and think of this as like your autumn phase. The leaves are falling, you're going a little bit slower. And honestly, I am not joking. Once you start to embrace this cycle, you will have so much energy during the follicular and ovulation phases that you would not believe. You'll, you will genuinely ask yourself, how have I gone this long in my life not knowing that I have a cycle. You will genuinely feel like a brand new woman. And when you're not fighting against this natural cycle of your body and forcing your body to do things that it doesn't want to do, you actually find that it then starts to work with you. 
you don't put on weight as easily. Your weight is just balanced and regulated. You have more energy. You are happier generally. It's just, it is honestly an absolute game changer. So just think of it like this. Menstruation is the winter. That is your period. And it's when you rest. Then you have the follicular phase. This is when you're going into spring. And spring is where things start to slowly speed up. So you can imagine going from winter into spring. Then you have ovulation. And that is your summer. That is when everything is all go. It's when you're out and about having the best time, living your best life. And then you've got your luteal phase, which is like your autumn. And that is when you start to slow down and wind down. That's when you would switch your yoga from, say, vinyasa yoga to hatha yoga. You just slowly start to wind down. You start to nourish your body a bit more as well with things like brown rice, root vegetables, oily fish, because you are preparing for winter. So think of that luteal phase, particularly the second week, as the kind of wind down, the autumn, the preparing for winter, the (laughs) stockpiling the food. But what you're stockpiling is the vitamins and the nutrients and the nourishment so that when it's the winter, your body can just relax and just do what it has to do and it doesn't have to fight and feel like there's so much going on but all it wants to do is rest. So another thing I want to talk about is how you can actually track your cycle using a thermometer and an app to prevent pregnancy if you want to, which actually, you know, it's crazy that we're not taught this at school and it's also crazy that this isn't presented to us as an alternative to contraception when we are prescribed the pill by doctors but here we go so i only learned about this when i was about 34 or 35 that you could actually track your cycle using a thermometer and get this The pill is 99% effective in preventing pregnancy. If you track your cycle using a thermometer and an app and use it perfectly, it is 98% effective at preventing pregnancy. What the actual fuck? So I use one of these apps and I find it amazing. It's called Natural Cycles. This is not sponsored, by the way. This is genuinely just me sharing what I love to use. And you get a thermometer with the app and you just take your temperature every single morning and then pop the temperature into the app and then the algorithm lets you know when you're fertile and when you're not fertile. Obviously, the less that you track your temperature, the less accurate the data is. I wouldn't say less accurate, but they, because they allow for that, but it just means that you will have more days where they will say use protection if you're having sex. Obviously, if you are tracking your cycle and tracking your temperature every single day and putting in that temperature perfectly every single day, then you are going to have more days when you don't have to use protection to have sex. So this to me was absolutely mind blowing. I was just like, what the fuck? I had no idea. But of course, it makes complete sense because people do the same thing when they want to get pregnant. So why could you not do the same thing if you don't want to get pregnant? And I had no idea that there was a link between your hormones and your temperature. I had absolutely no idea that when you ovulate your body temperature rises so that's how you can actually track when you're ovulating because you'll be hotter (laughs) it's it's actually crazy hotter in looks and hotter in temperature honestly this stuff just absolutely blows my mind and 
I have to say, I do apologize for this episode. I feel as though my mind has been all over the shop and I think it's because I'm actually not following my own advice and I am recording this podcast episode on the first day of my period when I am meant to be resting and doing nothing. But you know me, I am just too excited about the podcast, so I just had to get on here. And I thought on the first day of my period, there is no more a perfect topic for me to talk about than the menstrual cycle. So I really do hope that there are some things in here that you have either really resonated with or taken away that you didn't even know about the cycle, your own cycle, your p- the pill. Oh my God. I almost feel like stopping this right now, but I'm just going to go with it. We're going to go with it. I'm almost done. I just just feel like I'm like, oh my goodness, Charlotte, this is why you're meant to rest when you've got your period, because honest to God, I need the rest. My brain is not functioning. There's too much going on. But anyway, all of these things are, I find, so, so interesting. And if you do want to look into any of the things I said, obviously, I am not a doctor. I am just going off things that I have read and learned as I've gone along and Some of the things may not be, you know, word for word exactly right. So do not take my my word for everything. Make sure that you look things up if you're interested in anything that I said. And just know that if you have ever experienced any shame or disgust or hatred or anything like that around your period, you are not alone and it it's okay and it doesn't have to be that way and I promise you if you start to embrace your cycle as a woman and start to get in flow and in sync with this natural rhythm that is part of who you are it will just change your whole life your body will love you your body will thank you your hormones will love you your hormones will thank you you will just be able to just it just feels like a whole next level to embracing you yourself as a woman. It is one of the most beautiful things and one of the most beautiful gifts that I have ever given to myself. And it's something that I've just really gotten into since I got clean. Is just embracing this natural cycle and rhythm in the same way that nature does. And nature doesn't try. It just goes and it just flows and it just slowly grows and then things die off in winter and then it grows back again and then in summer everything is blooming and it's just that is what we have it's amazing that is part of what we are as women we are part of nature and we have this beautiful cycle that we go through every month and it is just such a gift so I really really hope and pray that there was somebody out there who needed to hear some of these things that I said today and like I said I do apologize for being a little bit tongue-tied I am now going to take some time off to relax and rest and nourish my body as I I should be. Um, But I really, really hope that you enjoyed the episode. And as always, if you want to connect with me, you can reach out to me on Instagram at I am Charlotte Jackson. If you've enjoyed the podcast, please follow it, subscribe, rate it, share it with your friends. And I cannot wait to catch up with you on the next episode of Game Changer. Thank you so much for listening.